Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I'm Jenna. Uh, Welcome to Mama Said. Uh, We have our girls, Tamman and Roxy, on the show today. The cutest. Like real saucy and candid conversation about the role of sex in marriage. Um, You know, how insecurity and empowerment can um, translate into that. And also kind of comparing your sex life to others. And how do we... How do we fix that? And, you know, we really talked about judgments on ourselves and our sex lives. It was a really, um, really good conversation, would you say? It's always a good conversation to talk about sex because no one ever talks about it. And it's not, you know, so it's like so nice to like be open with other open women who are honest about it. It's so nice. Very, very honest. So prepare yourself. Um, I hope my mother-in-law doesn't listen to this one. If you're listening, Wendy, turn it off. <laughs> Bubby and Bubby, don't listen to this one. You know everything, whatever. Uh, well, let's talk about honest, talking about honesty. Let's get into our win-fail, shall we? Mommy, win! <laughs> Mommy, fail. Yeah, I'm going to start because it, it's so bad. Um, yeah. Okay. Wait, I need to like look at you, Jamie. There you are. Um, hey. So my fail is that I was getting so aggravated. So I wanted to do this like family Zoom last night for, you know, just a family Zoom basically. And I feel like every time, and I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but every time there's like something kind of exciting going on and my, my son's five, I'll like put on the Zoom and he wants to kind of show off and react, like act Yes. Badly. And I hate the word badly, not act badly, but like just like be a little mom. He wants to be the center of attention. Yeah. And he started like punching my phone. And I'm just like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why can't you just be chill? Why can't you just appreciate being on Zoom? So there were like these two cars next to me of his. And I was so aggravated that I like took the car. It was on carpet. And I like didn't like throw it across the room like a mean mommy. I was just like, I was like, whoosh. I was like, that you car was flying. And he was like, you did not just chuck my car. And I was like, oh, I did. And I'm going to do the next one too. And I chucked the other one. Um, that like, should the monkey all over again. It, yes. Oh my God. By the way, he talks about that all the time. He's like, you wouldn't really cut my monkey, would you? I'm like, I swear to God, no. Um, that was one thing. Another thing. So it wasn't like I was chucking the car at anyone. No one like call, you know, parents services. I was just like showing him that I was upset and he was kind of laughing and I was laughing too, but it was really weird. I was like, what am I doing right now? Anyway, another one that's so sad is at bedtime. I have two this time at bedtime. I was putting Daisy and Milo to sleep. It takes freaking forever to put them to bed. And I got so annoyed. Daisy was like, I want to change into my clothes, into my pajamas, into my clothes. And I yelled at her. And it's so weird for me to yell at Daisy because I never really do. Yeah. She stopped talking, laid down, went to sleep. The next morning, I said, how was your morning, babe? I mean, how was your night's sleep? And, and she goes, and Neil was there. She goes, good. Mommy yelled. It was scary. But then I listened after. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, she remembered. I felt so bad. Neil's like, whoa, whoa. I was typical like, I'm sorry. Woman. Typical, typical female. I we know. don't let that shit slide. We don't move on quick. And I was like, you know what, Daisy? That was wrong of me to yell. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so my win um, is that this is like a really amazing one. I don't have one. So I'll pass it to you. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, well, my fail is kind of similar. I just, you know, in the mornings, you know, it's kind of what we talked about last week where with, with Cutter, like he's just on the phone 
or like yeah. doing emails already at six thirty in the morning and I could use an extra hand and yeah. you know, it's just I'm trying to get everybody to eat and do the fuck stuff. And I um I yelled at Bo. I yelled at him because it was like the third time in a row. And he was like, you keep telling, asking me. And I was like, because I'm asking the same thing. It's one thing I'm asking. I've asked it a hundred times. So it feels like I keep telling you to do something, but it's actually only one thing that I'm telling you to do. You're just making me ask so many times and I'm getting really frustrated. And I felt feel myself getting worked up and I couldn't bring my, I kept trying to bring myself down and I couldn't. It was like this huge internal fight and I could feel my frustration and he started getting really upset and started crying and I couldn't even all I wanted to do was just go hug him and I couldn't I was so mad and done I was like Bo just come on just stop just go get your sweatshirt just go and in your mind are you really thinking like it would be fucking nice if Cutter fucking helped me this morning of, well, of, yeah. I'm like, where is he? I'm a, like, this what wouldn't be happening if I got a little help? Well, you know what I love is because when he walks in, he's like, whoa, 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 what's happening? And I'm like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh my God. I you cannot. The next room. You heard everything. So anyway, so Bo goes away to take a minute and Jack comes up to me with like this big smiley ring and he goes, mommy, mommy be happy with me, right? Mommy be happy oh. with me. And I was like, oh fuck. I was like, mommy loves you. Yes, it's okay. Oh um, my god! Like, but he was like smiling at me. Be, but I think out of like fear, being like, "You're not crazy, right? Like, you're still my mom. This this bitch is not who I really deal with, right?" That's and, and I was, it was just so weird. Like the smile on his face, it was like slightly terrified of me. Like I, because I don't really yell same with Jack. Yeah, and yeah. which is, by the way, I have to watch. I have to watch my yelling in general, but like. I have to watch because I think he just thinks I just yell at Bo. I, I have the same thing. And I have the same thing that's going on. why he thinks like he can do whatever the fuck he wants to Bo, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Talk to a therapist about this, clearly. But my win is that yeah. I always apologize to Bo after I yell. Like, I always, like, I, we got in the car later and I was like, hey, I did not react well. The behavior that made me react that way was not okay either, but I did not react well. Like, I'm not proud of what I did. I hate that I made you cry. I'm your mom. I should never make you cry. I want you always feel love from me. Like, I'm so sorry. And then yesterday, he was really misbehaving while I was at work. And um, this morning, he came up to me, not even knowing anything. And he was like, Mommy, I just want to say... Um, I'm really sorry with how I was acting yesterday. I shouldn't be acting like that. And it just, I think I've said this before as a win, but it's just kind of nice when you feel like your kids pick up. Like I I didn't get apologized to a lot when I was younger. Um, for times when I knew it probably was not cool of what my mom did or, or my dad, but I'm so happy that, um, my kid is learning that, apologizing feels really good. Yeah. It feels really, cause he, I can feel his relief when he apologizes. Like yeah. I can feel that he feels like we can move on. It is okay. We are human. We are flawed. It is okay. Like it was, it, it took a lot of years for me to forgive myself, yeah. not even other people. I'm very forgiving other people, but like, it's very hard to forgive myself. Yeah. And I feel like <clears throat> in teaching him to apologize, I'm trying to teach him, that it's for his behavior. Like it is okay that you did that. It's not about me forgiving you. It's for him. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he, and he will, and he'll pick up on that. Um, and I feel like a lot of us deal with the same thing that you're going through. So it's like, if you do talk to a therapist, please let us know what she says, because yeah. you know, it's, it's such a common thing, but it happens a lot to where like, I, I would like to know how to deal with it. Another interesting thing that I just want to point out is last night, Milo hit Daisy um, just out of nowhere. She like touched something of his and like he smacked her. And instead of me like jumping and being like, Daisy, are you okay? Milo. What I, I did something interesting. I didn't say anything. I just, I just stayed in my corner uh-huh. and, and Daisy was crying. I didn't run to Daisy cause I knew she wasn't really hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't run to Daisy and I didn't, um, reprimand Milo and Milo apologized to Daisy. Let them work and, it out. And he said, I'm so sorry, Daisy, that I hit you. 
And I, I didn't even, I don't know if that was a fluke. I think, it was very yeah, I think if you know that they're safe, I don't think it's a bad, I think it's a great thing to let your kids work their shit out. I, I was like, wow, I've never even heard him apologize. Even when I do interject, it's hard for him to apologize. And he just apologized on his own by himself because he sat there and watched Daisy cry and I didn't run to get her. Yeah. So like he had a moment to really see that she was hurt. It was really interesting. So, okay. yeah. Well, there's that. We got to stop yelling. <laughs> I guess that's my win. That was a win. Yes, that is a really good win. Um, all right, guys. Well, stay tuned to Jenna and I talking a lot about our sex life with Tamman and Roxy. Um, we'll be right back. Bye. This holiday season, treat your hair and scalp to some much needed me time with the Head and Shoulders Supreme Collection. The collection works to calm stressed out skin and restore its natural healthy balance, giving the scalp a natural boost and providing a foundation for the best version of your hair. And you guys, they're endorsed by the Skin Health Alliance, and it's formulated with naturally derived skincare-inspired ingredients like argan oil and vitamin E to address itch, dryness, and irritation. And additionally, the shampoos and conditioners are free of phosphates, parabens, and dyes, and there's so many options. So find what's right for your head and scalp with the Head & Shoulders Supreme Collection. So I want to talk to you about Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts. All Child Life Essential Vitamins are non-GMO, gluten-free, no artificial colors, flavors, fillers, or sweeteners, allergen-free, and pediatrician-developed. Wow, sounds amazing, right? Child Life Essential Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts provide a very unique combination of immune-boosting ingredients in each tasty tablet for optimal immune support. I tasted them, and they are actually amazing. They are also kid-approved, delicious natural berry flavor that doesn't stick to your teeth and that has zero sugar unlike any other gummy supplement. So, you guys, get 10% off Child Life products on iHerb.com using the code MAMASAID. This is US only and expires 631 2021. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guests today are two powerhouse women. Uh, one is an award-winning actress, writer, director, producer, recording star, who we know from beginnings of Hannah Montana and Pretty Little Liars, and most recently the film Wailing, which she wrote produce and start in okay and she's a mom and then our other is an on-camera host influencer and fashion expert and founder and editor-in-chief of the popular style and entertainment website red carpet roxy and together they are the hosts of the women on top podcast which jen and i had so much fun on please welcome to the show tamin and roxy Hi, thank you that's a good intro right yeah you guys helped me out (laughs) how are you we're surviving. So <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. the never-ending quarantine, right? It's yeah, just yeah. on and that's, on and on. That's what Tamara and I were just talking about before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Was it's just, it feels like it almost you can't even ask how are you in quarantine because oh, this is just, this is life, just life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't think I've worn a bra since March 13th. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just tucking everything into like, my underwear. I was <laughs> like, well, I'll just pull the underwear up higher. First, it started this is the stomach part, but now I'm like, well, I think the boobs gotta go in there too. Um, so oh, yeah. I really don't know the ramifications of that right now, but I'm sure in a couple of years they'll be. You're not alone. I just want a bra, <laughs> right? I don't know about that. Like my bo- like the bra like it's just the bra yeah, it's I like, like age it's like age right it's so rude it's like mm-hmm. keep these free or the just underwear kidding. sometimes I'm like oh did I wear underwear today I'm like well <laughs> and it's not clean. a wash day and is it clean <laughs> I, I didn't go that far Roxy you went that far <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw recently you uh you went on a camping trip with your girls me, and yes. Happens? Yeah. Well, no, actually my husband, because my, my daughter said, I don't want to go camping. I want to go glamping. And I'm like, she's my child. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was like, you know what? When I grew up, I was very afraid of doing stuff like camping, the great outdoors, even though I was from Australia. So I said, you know, she's seven, like you got to like get her into it. And since there's been like no school camps or anything like that, I thought it would be really good bonding time. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. So my husband took my phone and my stories and took her camping. And I think she enjoyed it. Although, Wow. What a cute thing for them to do together. And it was not glamping. It was like pee in the hole, dig it, you know, like there was no porta potty. Um, But he does tell a funny story that at 5 a.m. his alarm 
his uh, car thing went off and they had a few people at the camp. So they woke up everyone at 5 a.m. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like, it's memories. <laughs> I think I wish... I wish that I did that stuff as a as a young girl because because I've never done it. I'm pretty sure I'll never do it. And I know friends that do it and just tell me, Jamie, you don't understand how amazing it is. But yeah. so I think it's such a gift that your daughter is is going to be exposed to it and realize from what I hear how cool it is at such a young <laughs> age. She won't go. be like us. <laughs> Let's plan a trip. I'm scared. <laughs> See? Because, because you weren't critters. exposed to it. Yeah. There are critters out there too, right? Like there's like yep. critters that live in the woods. <laughs> I've been camping so many times. It's There's a fun way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Like a glamping way to do it. With wine. Yeah. <laughs> and a bed. <laughs> yeah. Bring a blow up mattress and sleep in a tent. It's really, it, it is like. I think I'd do it. Really fun. Australians aren't really afraid of um, critters. Like that's the only thing. We're not you afraid have of. I mean, because you have deadly critters. You have like critters that can kill yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> dad used to be like, "Oh, there's a there's a red back outside in the pool. Just make sure you don't go near it because um, you know, it'll kill you within five minutes." <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks, Dad." <laughs> Ooh, what's the red back? Like a spider? It's a spider with a red back, hence the <laughs> name. And um, it will kill you. It'll kill you very fast. It's very very deadly. I mean, they you have um, around like an, the epipen of spiders around. No, like, they just have to get you within however many minutes that so you hope hmm. that you know that they get you in time. And I mean, we have a lot of venomous, huh. dangerous, including yes, the women. A lot of dangerous things in Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But Spicy. also, it's great thing too. What a great conversation we've had. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to pivot real hard here because no, no pun intended or maybe no, because we are going to oh. talk about sex today. Our least favorite Let's subject, right, Roxy? <laughs> oh, yeah. We never talk about sex. Never, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> well, this is always a, you know, um, a hot button t- topic, mm. a sensitive topic, you know, and, and a subject that I think you know, really runs the gamut of, of how it, how it is for people, especially after kids. And then on top of it, put this quarantine. And I think it can, I think it can, um, you know, ignite and cause for some people pain, Mm -hmm. guilt, stress, which is, sounds like it should be all the opposite of what sex should be. But I think Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, everyone, approaches it differently and feels differently about it. And I think that it would be really cool for the four of us to talk about, you know, our different experiences because it, 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 it can be different. And I think that the comparing game is where it can kind of get sort of ugly and hot and hard. Um, but I think it's really good to, to hear from four different women and how it's kind of been, especially during quarantine for us, um, so that, you know, mamas know that they're not alone out there. So Tam and I'll let you start because I feel like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually an anomaly because I need sex to feel grounded and that, and we talked about this on another podcast. Um, sex for me probably comes from my own issues of feeling loved and sex to me isn't the act of like getting off as much as it is feeling wanted and feeling enough and feeling Um, connected to someone. So if I don't have sex, I feel disconnected and I start to feel unworthy. Um, So sex has a lot of different connotations for me. And, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, my husband and I, we've always been very sexual. We've always had a very sexual appetite. But there was an area, even in the beginning of this, um, this quarantine, where it got a little weird because I felt so ungrounded and I was, I felt like I was sort of wafting out in the ether when it came to, you know, fear and not being able to control life. So I was asking for sex constantly and it became less of my husband going, Hey, we want to connect because we want to feel good. It became more of like, he had to make me feel better. And so it was a weird, sensitive thing at the beginning of quarantine. Um, if I don't have sex, I get really down. So it's something that isn't like most women. I think most women feel like they 
they don't want to have to have sex because they're tired and they feel maybe they have to be vulnerable when they don't want to feel vulnerable. But for me, it's the opposite. So um, the minute it stops being about, which it has recently, we've had, we've been having sex like almost every day. And my husband's like, please don't say this because it stopped being about me needing it to feel better. And when that stopped happening, it started to become beautiful and sexy and connected because it wasn't him trying to fix me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And to be honest, you've, you've actually really just opened my eyes so much because I think I've re- just realized that my husband is like you. Yeah. Because he, I used to equate him always wanting sex because he's younger than me. He's 31. Mm-hmm. And so and it almost it, and it's and it's caused a lot of guilt in me that I'm not giving him what he wants and I'm not like this young frisky thing because I'm I, but not only am I tired but I'm like touched out at the end of the day because right. I still have a toddler and I just it's just I have little boys all over me all day mm-hmm. and it's just kind of I just want my space but I actually. I see the pain that it causes him when we're not having a lot of sex, but now you've, you've given me a gift because I really feel like you've actually opened my eyes to understanding that that's his love language. Like that's his, that's his way of knowing that I am with him and I want Mm -hmm. him and I love him. And I, for me, it's, it's different. To me, it's, it's literal language, like speak. Mm -hmm words of affirmation, words of love, words of mm-hmm. validation and encouragement. And so it, it, I think that it kind of makes me like rethink sex in general and what it means to people because I could easily do the comparing game of being like, oh, Tam is such a better wife than me and she's just a better woman no. than <laughs> that she's allowing, allowing, you know, she's giving this to her man and I, I'm just like ugh, my poor husband, he's, you know, he's probably going to want to cheat on me one day because I don't give it to him enough and this and that. But like, I think when you break it down and just mm-hmm. see that it's people's, you know, what their needs and what, what their, you know, what their feelings are behind mm-hmm. it. Um, it, that just made me feel so much better. So Look, thank the you. orgasm part, any, anytime you want to talk about that, <laughs> the orgasm part is, but look, we don't I, need that for that. the orgasm part is great. Like I, I never don't, you know, but it's never been about the goal for me. Like right. if I'm, if I'm anxious or depressed or scared, it's almost like I need someone to physically lay their body on top of me. Again, the sex thing is great, but if I don't have that I, I don't know, and this is even it's like it makes me want to cry, but I don't even know how to be happy without that type of connection. Oh. Wow. I, I, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I'm just, I, I don't know if like I should be like, I, I'm like completely jealous. I wish I was. Oh, more- no, it's not. It brings up issues. I mean, it, to, I'll let you I, go, but it's, yeah. No, I, th- I think, you know, everyone is obviously so different. First of all, I think that a lot of couples are on like have a different love language or a mm-hmm. different sex drive. Um, yeah. And that's just normal. And I feel like you and your husband have this almost like the same, like you guys are maybe not exactly the same, but you guys are often on the same page at least. Um, like for me, and I hope if my mother-in-law is listening to this, she can, <laughs> she can nicely, you know, turn it off, please. Um, <laughs> that would be very, very nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, God, I, I don't like, I don't want a human body on me when I'm anxious. I mm-hmm. want to be alone. Like I want, like get the fuck off of me mm-hmm. type of thing. And like everyone's different, you know? And, but I, but I'm a little like, you know, it's like Jamie said, like I'm touched out too. And just, just last night, Neil was like, it was, I had gotten home really late. There's a huge fucking spider on the ceiling, but oh, I'll get it. I'm Australian. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Like you can't see it anyway. Um, and I'm Wash like, it better not fucking come towards me. Um, oh, no, I just, spiders. I know <laughs> last, last night we're all sharing a, a bedroom at in at my parents' place and um 
he's like, let's have sex right now. And I came home. I was so tired. I had told him when I got home that like, I was like, I have such a bad stomach ache. Like I ate way too much food. And then after that, he's like, let's go have sex. And I'm like, oh, ah. like <laughs> I really don't feel good. And then in my mind, I'm like, am I allowed to say no? Or is that like a no, no. And like, usually I never say no, but like, I really felt like shit. And then it made me feel like shit mentally. And I already felt like shit physically that I rejected him. Cause like, I know everyone's like, never reject your partner. Da, 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 da. But like, Oh, I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> totally, totally. I don't, my point. I'm like, being, <laughs> I know, my, my point being, I've been rejected. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's okay. Cause you're going to have sex again another day. But I do think that like my husband and I like should, here's my question. Can you, I feel like we should spice up our sex life, but do you have to, is there a way to do it where it's not like writing it in your fucking calendar? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm just like, my sex drive is not like, oh my God, I'm so horny all the time. When it happens, it's great, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's like going to a movie for me. I'm like, oh, that was fun. I should go see movies in the theater more often. (laughs) Uh, that's That's what I always think. And it's just like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I was just like... It starts before the act, though. You know, like, Mm -hmm. my husband and I have had a lot of sex recently, and it's because I will walk out of the shower naked, and I'll just walk around, and then I'll get dressed. So for him, he's like, oh, okay. There's like a precursor. There's a precursor. There's a precursor. Or it's like, oh, you look cute. I mean, a woman doesn't want to be around poop and stress and kids food and then like all of a sudden feel sexy like it takes it takes time for your mental state to go that way yeah. and i think to the build up like what we uh we were talking about the love languages i know for me it's like sort of acts of service mm-hmm. so if i see him doing nice things for me that makes me more open to wanting to have sex but going back to your point jenna like about like if i we're not in a good place like just between us you know like we're fighting or what have you it's like the last thing i want is him to like come you know get on top of me and like want sex so it's like kind of like reconciling both of those it's Mm -hmm. like how do we get to that place like how do how do we and we both have the same love language so we both like acts of service yeah so it's like we both have to be on that same page but oftentimes we're not you know right when when Mm -hmm. I see Cutter when he helps out without me asking yes I want to jump his bones Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I try and tell him I was like hey babe Hmm. we don't have a toddler (laughs) and we can leave them alone. I promise you, I will make you and like, know that they will be all right. Mm -hmm. I I will do it right then and there, like in another room. Mm -hmm. See, my husband does everything. Like he cleans, he cooks, he does everything. And it doesn't make me attracted to him at all. Like I'm like, he cleans dishes. He like, it just doesn't. But if he came to me and looked me in the eyes and like held my face and said like, I'm so in love with you. That would be it. Wow. But I don't get that. I don't get that as much. I get so much acts of service. Oh my God. My whole life is one big act of service from him. But my, like a lot of us, like, I mean, I don't know in this business, in the film business, acts of service are there all the time. Like you're on set and people bring you tea Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. make, you know, your trailer look nice. So it's like a kind of a, I feel like it's a version of that. So it's like, I don't, Mm. it's not that I don't respect it, but I've had it for so long since I was 15 that I'm like, it's just, Mm. I I kind of almost boss him to do it because I'm so used to that. Whereas Mm. if he just told me he loved me because I don't even know if I fully love myself. Mm. So Mm. if he gives me that validation, then I feel connected. And also in this business, you get all those acts of service, but you're always, but it's all, but they're being paid to do it and you, right. nothing mm-hmm. feels like it's out of love or so if you're used to it that way and somebody will look you in the eye and be like, you are important and I love you're you, special. you matter, mm-hmm. you are special. It's actually interesting because in this business, you think that we, we, we would get that, but we don't, you mm-hmm. very rarely get that genuine, like you thank you. I see you. I feel mm-hmm. like, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. We all want to be seen, validated, heard for our feelings. Like for me, 
if I'm expressing myself to my husband and he's such a fixer, if he can just stop and listen to me and be like, that sucks, Jamie. That's so much more of what I need than. And that's the validation. That's the validation right there. You know? Right. Exactly. I've said it last week and I'll say it again. Buying gifts for the people in your life just gets harder and harder. And I don't know about you guys, but I am the worst, especially when it comes to my husband. But this year, I'm so glad to have found Beta. It is a store that has something for everyone, and I promise you won't need a gift receipt. Beta prides itself on finding new products you cannot find anywhere else, from e-bikes and scooters to accessories that make your home office more fun to kitchen gadgets for that cook in your life. They even have a beauty and lifestyle line, so you can shop for everyone in the family. And this year, I am personally going to be the greatest gift giver of all time, and you can be too. Just use the coupon Mama Said in store or online for $20 off just about anything. Find Beta online at beta.com. That's B8. TA.com or at one of their two dozen stores in cities like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Again, that is code Mama Said to get $20 off just about anything. Get it online at beta.com or in store. All right, mamas, I want to talk to you about OxyClean with odor blasters. So raise your hands if you have smelly socks around the house and musty towels and sweaty clothes and sweat stains and body odor. Yeah, I'm sure we're all raising our hand and you guys need to try OxyClean with odor blasters. It gets rid of the smells, the stink, the the greasy handprints, everything. I mean, look, it, the holidays are coming around and truth be told, we are going to be cooking a heck of a lot more because things are closed up and we're at home and Hanukkah's coming up and we're going to be making latkes and Christmas is coming up and we're going to be baking cookies and all of that sounds amazing but it gets dirty. So we want it to be clean. We want it to be special. We want our linens to be bright. We want our kitchen towels to look new. So for product information about odor blasters and stain solutions and offers, visit oxyclean.com. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. I'm also just thinking, and this is a huge part of it because like I consider myself like a sexual, like I, okay, here's the thing. I hate, I, I don't hate, but I don't love my body. And I'm not saying I'm fat. I'm not saying I'm anything. I'm saying like my stomach, it and it plays a big role in me feeling sexual, okay? Mm -hmm. Like my stomach sags. I'm a Mm -hmm. little person with a lot of loose skin right now on my stomach. And it's not attractive to me. I'm sure Neil is okay with it. For me personally, I don't like it. It makes me feel when I'm naked, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like my boobs are not the same anymore. It makes mm-hmm. me sad kind of. Mm-hmm. Now, when I like would have sex all the time, like it would be like kind of like, you know, like exciting and I would, like feel good in my body and it would just like mm-hmm. be this like fun porno, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's not fun for me anymore. I feel like I look at myself naked. I don't want to be on top anymore because mm-hmm. my stomach is hanging. Say, I, I hold it up. <laughs> and, and my boobs, are, hello. Um, and my boobs are like pancakey. Like, I'm sorry, but like, it, this is a reality. And no, I don't, I don't need anyone to be like, love your body. Right. I know that I'm not, I'm not insecure. where like, I'm like crying every day about my body. I barely think about it. Will I get a boob job one day? Fuck yeah. Like, mm-hmm. will I get a tummy tuck one day when I muster up the courage to go under the same? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Am I rushing to do it right now? No. Does it affect my sex life and like me having fun during sex? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's the bottom line for me. Like it makes it, uh, it's not, it's not sexy for me and Mm -hmm. I don't want to just like, and it Neil's always like get on top and I'm like, to me, I'm like, I don't really want to because like, I, it's just, it's not fun for me anymore. Like I used to feel like real good and like, That sucks. And it, that's just the reality of, you know, I, I do love my body. I, I, I'm, I love- You are so sexy to me, Jenna. You are, and your body is sexy and you're a beautiful girl. What you have naked. <laughs> what if- I have, yeah. Yes, I have. Didn't I? No, we, we went away together. You know what I mean. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but you, what if you, I, fa- I have found in the times of my life too, where I felt that way, that when I shift the focus on to him. That's what I was about to mm. say. That's so true. It really helps me because mm-hmm. they don't give a f- 
They don't yeah, they don't and care. I know that. But here's my question: Would I want sex a lot more if if I felt better? Myself? Of course you would. Well, because you yeah. like looking at yourself naked. It's a human. Yeah. Thing. I like I right. like pretending I'm in a porno. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have exactly the same issue as you mm. with my stomach. Um, I was 200 pounds as a kid. I think I told you guys that. And I lost a lot of weight really fast. So it's like almost 100 pounds within six months. Wow. And um, I was young enough that I was able to stand up straight and you couldn't see that there was excess skin, but you could pull it out. Like, you know how you yeah. can pull it out. And then mm. I had two 10-pound babies and a two C-sections. And um, so from my belly button up, is great. It's below mm-hmm. the belly button. That's yes. almost like, it looks like a cat's bum. You know, like if you look at a cat and you look at the bum of a cat, it's kind of all uh, like pursed in the middle. It's like what happens when too. too much skin stretches mm. in a very small area. Mm. And I've yeah. seen other people, what happens when they have big children and, and pregnancy and it's all the same. It looks all yeah. the same. It's at that tiny mm-hmm. little spot. Mm-hmm. And I hate it so much that I don't think I've even looked in the mirror really for years. Not really. Like I'll sometimes look at a picture and I'll be like, oh, that's what I look like. Like I don't, I have glasses. I take my glasses off a lot. So I don't really see the mirrors. I don't see what's going on. Um, But when it comes to sex. Man, (laughs) my stepdad just walked in. (laughs) Jamie was saying like, Mm. I, if he's enjoying himself, I stop thinking about my stomach, but you got it. It has to be something that is you train, you're training yourself to get out of your head and yeah. stop looking inside. But I get it. I mean, yeah, everything's stretched out like a starfish. Yeah. <laughs> but going, yeah, no, I was just gonna say, but going back to Jamie's point, I mean, I really don't think that men even think in those terms as far as like Mm-mm. our bodies go and everything. They're so excited to be in the moment, especially if they're like, you know, it's not happening as frequently as they want or what have you. It's like, you're just happy to be there. And I mean, I know that that like our things are separate than their things, but you know, I really don't think they're even paying attention to that kind of stuff. I also think we should talk about the fact that we think men want sex so much and I don't think they want it as much as maybe Maybe if they're younger, maybe around that mm, those thirties, yeah. Uh, yeah. But as they mm-hmm. get older, their testosterone dies down, and their issues come into play as well. Like, can yeah. they? I mean, we can talk about can they hold an erection? Like, are they virile enough? Like, mm-hmm. why don't they want it as much? Why are they always tired? Do they feel good about them their body? And they're stressed. They're and they're stressed. They're stressed. Too. They're stressed yeah, like as sense. they get older, mm-hmm. you know, it becomes something that men think about too. But I don't think we think about that as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel, do you feel that kids, when kids came in the picture, it changed sex for you? Oh, it definitely Other than for your me. Body? Definitely for me, because you know, you're talking about like an energy suck, an energy suck, a time suck. You know, you just, you don't have like the, the extra time that you've had before. And I know for us, cause our daughter is six now. It's like, if we do do it, it's like, she could walk in like at any yeah, moment, yeah. you know? So it's like literally, literally planning. I remember one time, this was probably last year. It was a Saturday afternoon. Like we were all in the living room and then I went into the bedroom to go do something. And he texted me from the living room. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, like, yeah. like, you know, he's like, are you ready or whatever? What have you? And I'm like, are you yes, ready? come in. <laughs> I was like, come in in like five minutes. So then he was like, great. So he like planned it. She was watching a movie. He came in, closed the <laughs> door. We got to business and literally, I always. mean, just the la- always, always <laughs> pitter patter, pitter patter, the little feet are coming in. I had these little shorts on that were thrown onto the floor. Always. He literally grabs my hot shorts. <gasps> and jumps over the bed always and she was like what's going on and we were like oh we were just chatting you know like yeah. having a, like a talk or whatever and she's like daddy daddy step up like daddy come 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 well, i need something like in the living room so he gets up you guys he still had an erection in his oh, in those gosh, poor guy he's literally like he's gonna kill me for like telling this story I know. you're like cut it out cut oh, it out well, yeah. he just literally was mortified but it's like shit like that right it's yeah. like oh my god like how do you do it and like not have that like threat you know so of course it like affects like the frequency you know yeah you know, I, see, I, I had 
I had a real big hormonal shift after yeah, my same mm-hmm. that changed me so drastically. Mm-hmm. I used to have a really healthy relationship with sex. My husband and I had a lot of sex. And after the baby, mm-hmm. it was like the last thing I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it felt so it was so sad for me because I felt bad for him. I felt bad for myself, but it's like that thing when you have PMS where you can't control how angry you are. Mm -hmm. And then you almost get more angry that you can't control your anger and it makes it all worse. So it's, it's just, it was this, and it's, you know, I've been prescribed creams and pills and this and that, but I don't, I, I hate that. Like I hate adding more shit in there to see if it's gonna fix it. Um, but it's, it's, it's been a thing that I've researched heavily and talked to in depth Mm -hmm. with different doctors and even my OB about, because, um, it's a real thing. It's a real thing that there's, there's a hormonal shift Mm -hmm. that can happen in women after babies. I know it happened to, um, a family member of mine and it's, it's, it was really sad for them and their partner. And, you know, she flat out said, she's like, if we don't have sex again, I would be fine. And I would never say, I mean, it was really hurtful to her partner, but it was like this very heavy feeling that she had that, you know, they're, they're working through. And Mm -hmm. I I think that it's, it's, it's something that men can't ever, ever understand. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, they don't have the hormonal shifts that we do. Now our regulation. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like, it takes so long for your hormones to go back years. Yeah, yeah, years, years. So it's There's not even like an book, overnight thing. Um, called Women Code, and we had her. Um, we spoke to her, and we're going to speak to her again. But so much of it is estrogen dominance after you have a baby, and the problem with estrogen dominance is you can't just fix it with pills. You have to literally change the way that you you yeah. eat, you sleep, you exercise. Like for example, I don't exercise five days before my period because it's really bad for estrogen. And the more you can get your estrogen and progesterone in line, PMS, which I have terribly, is not normal. It's actually a sign that something is going on in the body that wow. is imbalanced. Really? You should not, you should actually have a cycle that is very normal. You shouldn't be, have cramps. You shouldn't have headaches. You shouldn't have acne, migraines. None of that stuff should happen. It's because we're I think she said that we have what our grandparents, um, they were susceptible to like an eighth of the chemicals that we are like in a month or something like we have more chemicals in our body within a month that they have within their entire lifetime. Something right. like that. And those affect the way that your body produces estrogen and dominance right. and, and, and progesterone. And when your estrogen is really dominant in your body, you don't want sex. You really don't want sex and you have Back PMS. Back to me, I'm estrogen dominant. But you can't, it's not an easy fix. It's not a pill. It's like the way you live your lifestyle and you have to like literally have a detox and look, um, mm-hmm. you have to find comb your lifestyle and see like what is causing it. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. And that makes me feel so much better. Yeah, and your orgasms will be deadened. Like if you notice after you give birth, there's a full year where most uh, and most women I've talked to have the same thing that I had, your orgasms will almost be like non-existent. They're so dead within your body. Like even when you orgasm, it's like, oh, that was... You know, like I've been in, I've been here for a year, for an hour, and like that's it. That's it. Um, yeah. You're like that's it, and it's normally because the estrogen is too high in your body. You know what? I wonder too because we have those C sections. If that also affects that, because you know they cut the nerve. I thought they cut. They cut like, I thought they cut my. Yeah. Um, do you remember I told you I thought they cut my uh, my orgasm nerve? Oh yeah, she's <laughs> so like the big O nerve is gone now. A lot of people do this too. <laughs> I was like, it's me for all the people that they could have cut their orgasm nerve. It was me. But then it came back. It came back exactly on that 12-month mark. Wow. I, a lot of the times when I'm on my period, I'm like my horniest. Oh, same. Totally, because yeah. everything's so sensitive and like yeah. there's so many like hormones going through your body, you yeah. know? Yeah. For me, yeah. when I was in my second trimester of both pregnancies, oh my gosh. I-, I couldn't get enough. Oh my gosh. And it's hormones though. Yeah. Do you guys have sex on your period? Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I know you do, Tamman. I would. I would. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. Yeah. No. But is it no? Why? No. It's yeah. so good. 
Do you guys know. Is it because of the husbands? Like they don't want to do it, or you no, guys no, he, do it? no, he, my husband he, would do it. He is yeah. ready to do it in a back alley. Like he, <laughs> oh. I love it. Yeah, it's so he good for you too. Interesting. So where are you doing it? In like the shower? Or are you just my I, my first day with my husband? My first sexual date with my husband was on my period. And the minute he we did it, I was like, he's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> I could marry you. I mean, if um, just put it towels. towels. Yeah. Towels. Well, yeah. I do it like we do do it in the shower. Like if it, because he also. Can you, can you explain to me how? But how it's so hard. It's not good for it's me. So gross. It's not good for me. I mean, me. Not gross. it's better it for him. Good. It's right. dangerous. Because yeah. it's a dangerous and you're bent over in like the worst position. <laughs> you know, it's like. So from behind. <laughs> yeah, from behind. But it's just, it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't really. feel good. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's and no lubrication. The, that's no why. No lubrication. Yeah, it all runs like, out. Yeah. But he's fine with it. I mean, I can't. Yeah, he's like, I'm getting off. Never listening to this. This is going to be Cutter's favorite episode of <laughs> Let's get his opinion. Tell him to come out of the kitchen. <laughs> um, sex yeah. on your period is really great Horrifying. for cramps and it's really great for PMS. If you have sex, which is hard because you hate each other when you have PMS, um, which does not make for a sexy experience, and especially that in my household. Sex. My husband's like, who wants to have sex with mean mommy? Um, <laughs> but it's really great for PMS. Having an orgasm is really healthy for you, men- your mental state, for anxiety, yeah. for depression, um, for even you know your health and wellness. Um, can't like so many things that orgasms are good for. I found that too. I mean, you never regret, you never regret sex after you've had it. Right. You know, it's, you right. never have sex and be like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Like it's, no, it's all there was one time in New York city for me. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh <laughs> tell girl, tell. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's talk it in once we're married terms. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we've all had those. Yeah. But I think that there is also, a way to if you're in a position like mine let's say or jenna's or you can talk yourself into a space and i think you can talk yourself into having a better relationship with your body a different relationship i mean jenna you know like i've had to reframe things maybe not sexually but like with my relationship with my body and loving my body despite its it's, it's disappointments to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, there's still, we still, I mean, we have 1 trillion cells in our body at all time. The fact that we even are breathing and living is a freaking miracle in itself. So I think if you can somehow find ways to celebrate yourself. And I think, I, I know for us, like, masturbation is is very important and like having that time to just give yourself and like find that relationship with yourself like is is ends up being very helpful with your partner I get, I get sad when people tell me that they've like never masturbated or they're like they're so shy about it I'm like oh my god like you're missing out you, like, you can't tell your partner what yeah, you exactly. like if you don't know what you like yourself you yeah, know it, it, it's always made me sad I used to, when my husband, because you say that, you know, we're the same compatibility sex wise and we're not, like I want it way more than he does. Right. Um, And that used to make me really sad. And I used to, I remember this one time where I I was like, I need to get a therapist because he didn't want to have sex with me. And I, I freaked out. Yeah. I freaked out and I almost tried to make him have sex with me, which is so like, who does that? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> My mom brain just did. Compatibility? I think you were saying, uh, yeah, compatibility. Um, so I would find masturbation as something that could kind of fill in the gaps. <laughs> you're like, you're having sex and masturbating. Like, what's wrong with you? But it's like, and so if I felt a desire, then at least I knew how to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, and then there would be less pressure on him. Because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be always about him having to please me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like sexy, even if you're not going to like have, I don't I have no idea who the fuck is in my house right now also. <laughs> but um, I think it's like sexy, even if you're not going to have sex to like masturbate in front of each other. Mm-hmm. That's not- oh, we, I, I can't very really intimate talk about this on my sure podcast. But sometimes if we're tired, we just lay there and that's it. That's what we, yeah. 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 
I, I think it's exciting. I think the key it's feeling like to me to all of this is to first and foremost take the comparison out of the fucking equation. I think everyone is different. And like you've heard, we all have different relationships to sex and it has actually nothing to do with sex. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the sex is the thing, but there's all the underlining things. And I think that so much of the negativity around sex comes from what we think it should be or what it has to be, or because this person's doing that and I'm not person's doing that. And I think that if we take that pressure off of ourselves and off of our relationships, well, it allows room to really, you know, heal whatever needs to be healing or give yourself or your partner, whatever you need to be giving. Um, I mean, I think, I think that relates to any subject. Um, but I think it just, it just eases the, the pressure off of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree, Jay. What would you do for the, for the girls who feel like their sex drive is waning what about just trying this out and then coming back with okay. information for me for the next month, whenever they want sex, just say yes. Unless you okay. feel like, I mean, I don't want you to feel forced Let's into say. sex in your marriage, yeah. but just, just say yes. Tell, are you say saying yes. this to Jenna and I and Roxy? Okay. Whoever, <laughs> I mean, Roxy, I think they have the same sex drive. So I think they're, they're pretty, like when one wants it, okay. they both have it. Okay. Um, I, although I want her to have it more frequently, but that's another subject. She's like me. <laughs> I'm like, come on. We're like, come on. Are we up? Are we up? So <laughs> just say yes and then see if it starts changing the dynamics of your relationships sexually. Meaning, do you start to want it more because you've mm. had it more and mm. you start to crave something? It's like sugar, right? I don't eat a lot of sugar. Once I eat sugar, I know how good it is, and then I want it again. Yeah. So it's like, d- will that change your relationship with sex if yeah. you know like this. what it is and what it tastes like and what it feels like and what it smells like and all of it? If it's in your body, I'm like, horny. maybe <laughs> I, I'm a sex therapist, but like maybe that will change the way you feel about it. We're on it, Jenna. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I'm sh- yes. Can't you know. say no. Can't say no. I mean, even on your pe- even on your period. I'm sorry. Okay. It's one month. I know. I, th- I always thought that was like my uh, for sure. Uh, sorry, babe. <laughs> and you but know okay. what? It's amazing. I mean, right. I don't want to talk for other people, but it's amazing. Well, too. Right. I think it also like makes you more accepting. You're in a better place with your partner mm-hmm. when you have sex. You know, because you get that empathy. It's like you feel like they're human almost. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm like, especially in this quarantine, it's like, fuck, I just want to like, you know, chop yeah. his head off sometimes. But like, if we were having more sex in quarantine, I feel like I'd be in a better mental, emotional yeah. place yeah. for like how I feel towards him and like be more yeah. empathetic. And yeah. so like really just the answer for a lot, but we're not diving in to do it. So we're never getting to experience those good feelings. So like, Mm -hmm. I think almost as sad as this sounds, it it kind of should start to be like kind of a project. I mean, I've heard about this where people do an experiment where they have sex like every single day for like 30 days or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've never heard anything negative about that experience. Like they're like, nothing bad. It's amazing. Like I've, I've read a couple of articles like that. So like, Maybe it is something where you have to write it in your calendar and just remind yourself start every other day and like do it as a, as an experiment and see what happens emotionally, physically, mentally, like all of that stuff. I bet you it's all fucking positive. And I think that sometimes, well, I think maybe the the resistance comes from the fact that you're doing it so infrequently like when you know you're gonna have it the next day it's not such a big deal it's like it doesn't matter how you do it where you do it if it's quick Mm -hmm. if it's slow if it's long if it's short if it's on top what it doesn't matter because you're gonna do it again so it's not like this build-up of like oh god okay we haven't done it for so long and now has to be perfect and has to be the thing and I have to feel good about my body you're like oh I'm gonna do it again tomorrow so it doesn't really matter you know Mm -hmm. and there's so much less pressure when it comes to more frequent yeah yeah. Well, all right. Jen and I <laughs> take this homework. Really <laughs> and Roxy. What do you mean? And Roxy, Roxy too. Okay, She needs to up her. She needs to up her stakes to at least once a week. Yes, yes. Let's. And we are going to take. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're not letting the girls go yet, though, because we are going to make them share a shitty mommy with us. So we will be right back. 
For kids, it's never easy to find the right gift, right, mamas? And we're always slyly listening for clues as to what they want. And I'm dealing with that right now for Hanukkah. But this entire crazy year, your little ones have been practically yelling what they want. They want adventure, laughter, camaraderie, normalcy. That's why they need Literati Kids. You guys, Literati Kids is incredible. It's a subscription book club that sends five beautiful children's books to your door each month, handpicked by experts. Daisy gets so excited when it comes to the door. She's like, there's more books, mom. Oh my God, it's the best. It's tough sorting through the millions of kids' books released every year, right? Trying to find rich, engaging stories for your child. Literati Kids takes care of that, you guys. And in addition to these amazing books, your child will receive artwork from world-renowned artists, personalized stickers, they're so cute, and other fun goodies in each monthly box. This is also like the best birthday present and holiday gift ever. Remember, no one else has kids book clubs like these. Only at literati.com slash mama said can you get 25% off your first two orders and receive five incredible kids books curated by experts delivered to your door every month. That's literati.com slash mama said make your little one's holiday season unforgettable this year. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We are back. Um, Roxy and Tamman. We know that you are not going to disappoint us with this shitty mommy. (laughs) Shitty mommy! So please, will you share one with us? Each. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, I feel like, especially in quarantine, geez. She's like, every day. (laughs) Every day I'm a shitty mommy. I guess I have one that's like a shitty mommy slash shitty wife. If that, yeah. like, we can meld it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter the other day, she was looking for, it was like her favorite ice cream in the uh, freezer. And I mean, her heart was set on it the whole day. You know, I'd been promising it to her the whole bit. But what I didn't tell her was that I had already eaten it myself. Oh, and my. so she literally did her, like, cause we have these fun sheet, like homework things that she does during the day. And like, she did everything basically that I asked her to do. Yeah. She goes to the freezer pulls it open, looks for the ice cream, and I go, Daddy ate it. Ah, I'm oh. like, Daddy ate it. And tears just start streaming oh, down her that face. That is shitty. You like, are shitty, Roxy. I know. I You're know. shitty. It's so, it's so shitty. Tears streaming, tears streaming, and she just rolls into the living room and just calls him out. And oh he's God. just like, turns to me, and he's like, really? And I'm like, Oh, well, so I guess it is kind of like shitty mommy slash shitty wife. You got to do it sometimes. Throw them under the bus. Throw them under the bus. Yeah. (laughs) They're not as sensitive as we are. Right, right, right. Exactly. So funny. So All right. Well, what about you? I honestly think that most of my shitty moments were the beginning of my first child because like those were just really shitty. Now I'm like more aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like don't want to fuck her up, you know, like try to be better as a human. I go to therapy, <laughs> I try to meditate, like I'm trying to be a better person in the world. Um so I'm much better as I think I'm a much better second time mom. For sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. For hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Much better. I'm also less um hard on myself. Bro, give us a shitty. Come on. Give us a shitty, Tammy. I think I don't know if I've told you this, Roxy. I hope oh. I didn't share this on our last podcast, but um, mm-hmm. this was an accidental shitty. Okay. So my daughter, which she does not eat, she's the pickiest eater now. But when she was younger, she would eat anything. So I made her fish fingers. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't aware that, you know, she would eat a bite and then she'd give me a bite, would have this running game. And I didn't know that she had put her finger into the fish <sighs> finger, right? So I was like, you take a bite, I take a bite, <laughs> you take a bite. So then I get my mouth, ma- my mouth is open and she puts the fish finger near my mouth and I, I was like trying to be so fun and I, oh, no. I bit down oh. so hard oh. and I started to hear it crunch oh. and I was like, what is that gristle like? <laughs> In, and she looked at me with her eyes wide open like, you're meant to protect me. And you just f- 
fucking bit my finger off, you bitch. And I pulled it out and it was bleeding. I mean, it cut the skin. I'm so, so glad it didn't get down to the bone, but I mean, we were close. And I also felt very nauseous because I was like, I've yeah, you just bit a human flesh. <laughs> you're now a cannibal. You're a cannibal. You're like a legit. I was like, thank God, like we didn't have to like go to the hospital, but it was bad. I mean, she was bleeding. She was hysterical oh. for hours. We had to wrap yeah. up an eye. So I almost bit my child's <laughs> finger off. But I mean, I've done so many bad things. Can I, mean, I make you yeah. feel better for a minute? Please. Yeah, I, do. I think I've told this story in the podcast. Mm. Have I told the story, Jenna, of the what? red eye from hell with Bo? At the what? Oh, God. The red eye from hell <gasps> with Bo? No, I've never. I, that sounds scary. What? <laughs> I'm going okay, to tell it quickly. So uh, my husband used to play minor league baseball. So I would travel all the time with our son. And he was the worst flyer. When I say the worst flyer, like the, the, your nightmare. Like, so the stress I would have before a flight was just terrible. Yeah. I finally decided, oh, I'm going to fly in a red eye. He's mm-hmm. got to sleep on a red eye, right? Like there's, because it's always cross country. We get on the red eye. It's a fucking nightmare. And I have a terrible food reaction. So I'm vomiting the entire plane ride with a two-year-old that's screaming and not sitting still and everyone's trying to sleep. He freaks out so bad and I'm in such a low point. He smacks me across the face and my visceral reaction was to smack him right back. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me like, I mean, I didn't smack him hard, but he like smacked me and I was like, no. Yeah. And he bit me oh. and I bit his finger. <laughs> we literally brawled. The two of us brawled. Oh I remember my I, God, I like, love he it. He bit me like so hard and I'm like, you don't bite. I was like, that hurts. And he was like, <gasps> you bit me. And for sure people are looking at me thinking this woman always abuses her child. Like, <laughs> and he yeah. tried so hard from me biting his finger that then he then passed out on my chest and slept like an angel. And I just wept the rest of the two hours of the flight. So if that makes you feel oh any God. better. That's a, reaction. That's a reaction. That's a reaction slap. Yeah, and like I an feel like we're not robots. Real. And mm-hmm. I, I've only touched my child like once or twice as a reaction one was in the car. She pulled my hair while I was driving. And I thought like, oh. we're going to have a head on collision on the freeway. So my hand just went, bam. <laughs> and like I smacked her back. But I was like, we're, I'm choosing to keep my child alive on the freeway. Yeah. As she's pulling my hair back, she was going to take a chunk out of my hair. Oh yeah. You know, and people who aren't parents, they think that this is hardcore, but it, I mean, you're just trying to survive. It's like, yeah. what is the easiest way to survival? And if you have, you're not a robot and you, if you have to do it to keep everyone safe, what do you, what do you do? Well, that was not to keep him safe, but that, right. was, <laughs> that, was, just, that, was, that was a straight up, like I had, I had <laughs> my body, my emotions. I yeah. hadn't slept. No. It was the yeah. ultimate pity of my mommies. I um, smacked my husband once and that was the day before I went into labor. And I like, <laughs> smacked him once. Why did you? And smack I've never him? done that. In Probably deserved it. Yeah, I'm right. He did something really dumb. Like he ate my chocolate cake or something. And I was like, "Probably oh. <laughs> fucking ate the chocolate cake. I fucking ate you." And I went, "Bam!" And deserved I've it. Never. Yeah. I've never ever done that before. And then I went into, you know, I had the baby the next day. So yeah, do not take chocolate cake away from a pregnant woman. That's once he couldn't get cheese. And I actually had a, I think a three hour tantrum when I was pregnant. (laughs) He couldn't find the right cheese. I was hysterically crying. Like we're talking like can't breathe three hours, need a plastic bag, (laughs) breathe into it because you didn't have the right Gouda. (laughs) Well, we all can understand that. Uh huh. Well, you girls are just so awesome. We always love our conversations with you. And I think this one was really cool because it wasn't about our kids. It was about us and our marriages and our relationships and our relationships with ourselves. And I think that that's something we so often forget to focus on as mothers. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you for giving us this gift and this time to do that and talk about that. And you know, for our mom listeners to remember that that's really an important thing to talk about with your mom friends too. And we thank the world Mm -hmm. of you. Again, how can all of our listeners find you? Women on Top is the podcast, but how can they find you on social? You can find us on Women on Top Official on Instagram. 
Great. You left me with Damn the hard it. one, Roxy. And women on top. Is it what is the what is the women Facebook top, one? That's so mean. But women on top podcast on Facebook. Okay, okay women <laughs> on top official on Instagram. Women on top podcast on Facebook. Um, you guys have to do the sex challenge. Yes, yeah, we will. Oh, yeah. One month starting today. What's today? The twenty first. Okay, twenty first of August yeah. to the twenty. I did do it last night, so I'm already one day. Woo! No, but but you know, it's not even I have to do it every day. Just every time he asks for it, you have right. to say it. yes. It'll yeah. take you right through homeschooling. Yeah. Every time every he instigates. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I am Tamin Sursuk at Tamin Sursuk on Instagram. And I have a movie that's on um, Amazon right now called Wailing. So you guys yes. should oh, check yes. it out. Um, I wrote it and my husband directed it. Oh, we wow. produced it together with Wendy McClendon Covey, David Keckner from um, Anchorman and Tom Felton from uh, Harry Potter. Potter. Ah, and then my that's... TV show comes out on Pluto that I wrote and directed. <laughs> Oh my God, look at um, you, that girl. will be out You're amazing. the end of the month or next month or something. It's all those control issues. If I just had more sex, I would make less <laughs> no. TV. So. It's talent and passion. That's what it is. Yes. Come find us on so Instagram. And, Check it out. Yes. And um, I'm at Red Carpet Roxy on Instagram. And um, my blog is redcarpetroxy.com. So come check us out and hang with us on women on top too. Yes. We love you girls. Thank you so much. We're going to leave you with a mama said, mm. remember mama said, you know, you're a mom when you understand why mama bears porridge was cold. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Alex Inkber, Will Sterling, and Steve Delamater. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are OxyClean. For product information, stain solutions, and offers, visit OxyClean.com. Child Life Essentials Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts. For 10% off, use the code MAMASAID on iHerb.com. Beta. Go to beta.com and enter code MAMASAID to get $20 off just about anything. Literati. Go to literati.com slash MAMASAID for 25% off your first two orders and pick your kid's book club gift today. Pluto TV. Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start now. Head and Shoulders, check out their Supreme Collection, which restores the skin's natural, healthy balance to unlock the best version of your hair and scalp. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Goodbye, mamas. Hi, everyone. This is Jillian with Court Junkie. Court Junkie is a true crime podcast that covers court cases and criminal trials, using audio clips and interviews with people close to the cases. Court Junkie is available on Apple Podcasts and podcastone.com.